On the face of it, there seem to be two types of people. The kind who like to get things done as soon as possible, and the kind who tend to put things off until the last possible minute. The first time most of us come up against which category we might fall into is when school exams hove into view and we're expected to revise for them. And oh, the feelings of guilt and panic that can come with revision. Whether you're putting it off or even when you're giving it your best but something's not going in very well and you're running out of time. And once we've been introduced to those feelings of guilt and panic, they do seem to like to revisit us at every possible opportunity. Procrastination is given a bad rap for the most part. It's seen as a kind of laziness, failure or incompetence. And that can make anyone who isn't doing something feel ashamed for what is, after all, a natural response. But is all procrastination bad? I'm not sure it is, and I hope it isn't, for myself and for procrastinators everywhere. So I've enlisted the help of my friends once again to help me explore the subject. I'm Frances Butt, and this is Emotipod 2 Creative Blocks. Let's start with the roots of the word procrastinate. The Latin pro, meaning forward or for, and crastinus, meaning belonging to tomorrow. That's quite nice, isn't it? This thing is for tomorrow. It belongs to tomorrow. Time to bring in my friends, I think, starting with writer Helen Gill. Procrastinating, yeah. What, ooh, that's an f- interesting face there, Helen. What about procrastinating? Well, it's that thing, isn't it? Um, I can resist anything except temptation, distraction. <laughs> is the I won't use the word of creation. It just we can be tempted away from it, can't oh, we? Yeah. I'll do that tomorrow, mm. or I'll just leave that. Mm. Oh, not enjoying this. I'll move on to something else. Mm. And there's always a reason. But what are we actually doing? Running away from something that we're finding tough. In my case, I okay. think that's why I procrastinate because I know it's going to be tough. Right. So that's quite straightforward. We put things off that we're not looking forward to because they're not going to be easy or enjoyable. And there's that old adage someone said to me years and years ago if it's not hard it's not good writing so sometimes if I know it's going to be hard I do procrastinate bolster myself and build myself up ready to jump off that highest diving board and into the deep end because I just know it's going to be tough when Mm. I land oh I hope there's water. Yes. (laughs) I know I've certainly berated myself for procrastinating. And so has singer-songwriter Hannah Rose Platt. And this made me want to ask her, I mean, have you you come a cropper by procrastinating? Have you really, really come a cropper? Do you know that's a really good point now? Yeah. And I, it's a real whip, whip across the back. Oh. Um, there's the Catholic self-flagellation. Yeah, back again. Just, um, on a daily just... basis, like, if I don't do what I say I'm going to do, I really will give myself a real hard time about it. Mm. Um, but putting mm. your curiosity hat on again, mm. why aren't you getting around to doing this thing? What is the thing that's in the way of that? Then maybe there's a bloody good reason. Mm. I think some of it feeds into the imposter syndrome thing. Mm. 
feeling like, you know, I really need to email this person because I need to make this connection. I need to do this. I need to do yeah. that. I probably am going to really annoy them or I probably oh, going to be okay. so just put that off. I'll just put that off. And I do think oh, those things that's overlap. So they are connect, connected mm-hmm. in that way. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rather than just okay. doing it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Feel the fear and all that malarkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when you're feeling anxious, that feel the fear and do it anyway thing, although it can be the most sensible advice, is not very welcome advice because fear is that emotion that's telling you to run away and avoid things. I try and at least get on with one or two other things for a while. I can have my to-do list and they can be be quite long. But Mm -hmm. if I do the two main things, the two things at the top, I think if I do those two things, then I think the day wasn't wasted entirely. That's good. (laughs) Two things is good. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? And they could be quite short things. Yeah. But they could be quite significant. Mm -hmm. They're moving something forward. You're moving something forward. That's Mm -hmm. the thing, isn't it? I think the sense of procrastination misery is when you feel like nothing is moving forward and you're stagnating yeah. and then you start to have a panicky feeling. It's not a nice yeah. feeling. Yeah, so I guess, I, you know, to have the compassion for the someone in the in the procrastination miseries, um, I get, I know that feeling very well. Definitely, me yeah. too. But I think it comes from putting too many things on the list. There's that too, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, it does. Because yeah. if you only have one thing to do, it's... it's so it's well for me it's easier but I, I can't just put the one thing on I'm like <laughs> no, well I, right. I need to make the most of the day I need to make the most of the day it's like well actually wouldn't it be fine but while you're saying things. that to yourself you're not actually doing the thing exactly on the list. <laughs> it's, it's totally and I'm not enjoying my downtime that I'm stealing by procrastinating because it's so full of fueled with guilt stealing as well <laughs> oh, God, it's a stealing crime. my own time <laughs> what do we it's do really to bad. ourselves There's that self-berating going on again, that self-criticism that just doesn't help. But it's how so many of us roll. Do we need to be rolling that way? We need to cut ourselves a break, don't you think? Digital artist Elizabeth Michelides is aware that she has many calls on her time, so she does try to cut herself a break over her art projects. I've got kind of a full-time job, really, and I'm doing this on the side. And then other projects come in and I feel that I need to give them attention first over my own projects, hence the delay on my Symphony of Sorts portrait project. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, and I just, I guess there's so much information that I need to process that I lose myself and then I get overwhelmed and I think, oh, you know, that's like a deer caught in headlights. Yeah. So if, as in Elizabeth's case, you have so many plates to spin, you can't be ahead and on top of everything all of the time. So something's going to slip back and then the panic can set in. So it's a juggling act issue. But even if there's just one thing on the to-do list, you can still not be getting on with it. I asked copywriter Ollie Lee what he thinks about procrastinating. Um, well, it's going to depend, isn't it? If your deadline is 10 minutes, procrastinating <laughs> yeah. is not great. OK, deadline, deadline's the size. Yeah, sometimes you just have to crack on. yeah. And actually, on the occasion when that does happen and they say, oh, we need it in half an hour, then you just sort of flick the switch Amazing. and off you yeah. go. Yeah, well, exactly that. The When the deadline is approaching, it can really galvanise you. So yeah. It can. I mean, it's, it's rarely your best work, I would say, but it's generally ticking the box. OK. It might be your best work, if you're lucky, but you're taking a bit of a chance there, maybe. But many of us find that a deadline really helps. Yeah, the deadline may remove the creative block which they put in that way. Right. 
Yeah, something. Perhaps. Again, these are kind of mental tricks, aren't they, in a way? Yeah. You stick a deadline in there. I mean, false deadlines, nobody falls for. <laughs> I've tried that. It doesn't work. Doesn't work. No. Doesn't work. No, it's like doesn't trying to tickle work. yourself. Just not going to work. work. It's no. like, I mean, it's like if you're doing a pitch for a new bit of business, you know, whatever the deadline is, you know that somebody senior is going to have an objection to it. And whatever happens, the art directors will be sticking stuff down or putting presentations together at the last minute. Now, oh, okay. again, back in the day when it was not all on computers, art directors would be scalpeling pieces of paper, mm. sticking things down, and copywriters would be hovering around going, is there anything I can do, hoping they're going to say yes, no? Yes. And the art directors would be saying, no, step away from the scalpel because you'll just oh, chop a finger off. Gosh. <laughs> oh, stress. Yes, working that close to the wire can get very stressful. But it seems there are those two types of people, those who prefer to push things back until the last minute and those who chip away steadily at things. Helen. My two sons, uh, one is in one camp and one is in the other. Um, and some people do need the time deadline mm. to be so... Oh, we all like a deadline. Otherwise we'd never, feel never finish anything, wouldn't we? Uh, and then he'll floor it and achieve it right. and get through it. Yeah. And the other son would hate that. Yeah. So he's dealing with everything every day, every day. Inbox is empty when he goes to bed oh, and then he starts again. That's an interesting day. one, isn't it? So there are straight do-it-aheaders and there are procrastinators, but I'm sure many of us are something in between, depending on the circumstances. Back to Elizabeth. A lot of this issue of procrastination seems to be about prioritising in, yeah. in the best possible way. And so what, what am I going to deal with now? And so yes. what am I putting off yeah. So that's what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the juggle, isn't it? It's the juggle. And I realized today, because I've recently started this 100 day challenge mm. where it kind of forces me, I'm holding myself accountable to ah. a little bit every day. And that really has really, really helped me to just go ahead and actually begin the project. And it works because it's bite size. So it's manageable. That's it. I think that is the key. Chunking projects down into bite sizes is definitely helpful. But so is keeping your focus on each little chunk rather than looking ahead at the whole mountain. Because yeah. I often think so well ahead of the project. It's going to be like this, it's going to be like this, and I get overwhelmed. Yes. And then that's when I get stuck. So yeah. cutting things up helps you to see things a bit clearer and allows you to feel a bit better about it and oh yes it's doable yeah if you have your whole vision in your mind the whole time then it is yeah that is terrifying to where on earth do you start yeah no that's a really good point 100 bite-sized things you're going to have a a real big body of work at the end of 100 days yes but that's what it is I'm I'm breaking it down and um, I was going to have it anyway if I embarked on this project without the 100 day challenge but Ah. this way yes that's why it was so difficult to begin it, because I knew there was a lot of work involved. <laughs> you found a key there. I think yeah. I found a key, and it's, it's quite good, and I can see so much progress in just a week. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, I should have started this sooner, and it's exciting, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's so lovely, because excitement about your progress is such a great motivator. But let's get back now to this procrastination good, procrastination bad debate. Ollie. So, hang on, your question is, is procrastination a bad thing? 
Oh, it's context, isn't it? Yeah, it is context, and so yeah, yes, so, and sometimes no, because you <laughs> haven't come up with the solution yet. Okay. So to allow yourself to wander off and apparently think about something else. Yes. Also, is it possible to give your best attention to something for more than a certain amount of time? I've come to the conclusion that you probably can't. You can probably oh. do it for a number of minutes and then you probably have to stop, give yourself a little holiday oh. and then come back. I like this. I like this option. You know, so you write three paragraphs, mm. then you stop. Very nice. Take a breather. And certainly, I mean, it's less true now because, again, I'm more experienced, but I would absolutely, if I could, give anything I'd written the overnight test and come back and look at it the following morning. Yes, indeed. Also, the reading out loud test, although these days you can get the computer to do it, which is quite entertaining. Oh, goodness me. (laughs) Stephen Hawking on the case. Maybe it's time to introduce the topic of time. The ancient Greeks used different words for time. Chronos, chronological time, and kairos, meaning the best time, the opportune time, when the conditions are right kind of time. Kairos can also mean a kind of deep time for those rare soul food moments when time seems to stop because everything has come together so perfectly. It's not about counting minutes, hours and seconds. What Ollie was saying about not having found a solution yet, is echoed by Elizabeth. Yes, with artists, thinking about your creation, uh, whether it's visual or musical Mm. or a dramatic piece, you need that time to mull things over and to think. And, um, yeah, I think time is moving so fast now and we feel very much pressured to get things done that maybe we forget sometimes that that is actually also a very integral part of the process. Yeah. I guess it's just getting to know yourself and how you work as well and allowing some time for that but not getting overly consumed by it because mm-hmm. it can yeah consume you or you get drowned in the or you lose the inspiration. Yeah, you need to be feeding what will be needed to go into the project but also yeah. yourself generally and not just be lost in that project but to have a life. <laughs> for example. Exactly. That's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's another thing you haven't made time for. Oh, you're putting yeah. off. Yeah. Well, it's just that, isn't it? You know, you want to do so many projects. You go full steam ahead until actually your body tells you, oh, no, you need to rest now. Yes. And um, I'm a bit like that. I don't really stop until my body tells me to stop. Yeah. Uh, but it's a bit dangerous, really. I think this is why people having are having burnout issues because they may think they can do it but when you start getting little niggling signs then that's when maybe you spend more time to rest i think i might do an episode on burnout at some point so look out for that one which again your brain as well as your body will start complaining and and refusing and then you get into a fog or you get into a exactly procrastinating i'm just putting it off because your brain needs rest yeah a health issue there there is there is definitely. And I think overwhelm kind of filters into a lot of these areas, um, organisational, lack of organisational skills. That's yeah. also yeah. overwhelm creeps in yeah. there as well. For sure, for sure. So, yeah, it's a bit everywhere. <laughs> so, yes, it is important to be reasonably organised, but that percolating time is also fundamentally important. You can't demand that every task works on Chronos time especially creative tasks. 
What's that Andre de Shields quote? Slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be? The hair and the tortoise bits of my brain respond respectively. Oh, annoying, I want to get there. And oh, thank goodness, what a relief. Let's have a cup of tea. Having said all that, though, creative projects do also have a use-by or do-by date-ish, and they fizzle out if you don't get on with them at some point. Elizabeth again. As a creative, whether you're an artist, musician, writer, you have the idea, you're excited about it, and you stay excited for a while, but then it kind of has a shelf life, and then you lose. Oh, yeah. So then, yeah, yeah you need to catch it within that time frame. I guess that's the other side of the Kairos coin. In the same way that it can be, the time is not yet, things are not ready, you are not ready, it can also be, the time is right, the time is now. But returning to the topic of putting things off, I asked Helen, do you ever think of procrastination as a positive thing? Self-protection? Right. Yes, I think so. I think sometimes into the mind an excuse comes just because perhaps subconsciously I'm thinking I couldn't do that today. That would not go well yeah. today for whatever reason. Yeah, that doesn't sound like an excuse. So that sounds I'll like good reasoning. leave that chapter yeah. out and I'll move on right. to something else yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I'll come back to That sounds like an excellent reason to procrastinate. Are we all feeling better about procrastinating yet? I hope so. I think I am. But let's continue. And here's a lovely person, Coach Sadia Gazanfar, with her thoughts on procrastination. It gives you that space, doesn't it? I think without that, we're so busy all the time. The world is so hectic and so noisy. But without that space to actually just be we don't allow ourselves to receive things. So a lot of the time you get these creative hits or intuitive hits that come up. Well, I know for me personally, when I do have that time to just be, and some people might see it as, you know, me being lazy. Lazy type. Yeah. My mum would say that all the time. That's probably an inner critic (laughs) saying, yes, there's a little mum voice or a somebody voice in there or your own critic saying lazy, but Mm. actually you know you need the space and that you can't. Have the creative spurt on constant. Exactly. It's just not going to last that long. And then you go for it when you feel like it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's also fine. Yeah. yeah. Honour your energy. Honour yourself. Yeah. And yeah. like notice that about yourself. And I think a lot of the time procrastination can tell us it, it's an important signal. Ask yourself, I wonder why I'm procrastinating here. Be really fascinated. Almost like when I was younger... I wanted to be, and well, I think that there's a part of me that still wants to be an anthropologist. And I guess I do that with my clients because we do. really yeah. excavate. So be a fascinated anthropologist and just imagine, where's this coming from? I wonder why I'm procrastinating, like observing yourself. Is it because you don't really want to do it? And if you don't want to do it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Is it because of fear? Yeah. What's the cause? Yes. And getting really clear, because I think oftentimes we'll just beat ourselves up and get caught in this mindset that isn't supportive. Yes. And actually, if we just slow it down and start to really deepen the self-inquiry and ask, what's going on here? Because it's happening for a reason. Exactly. Yes, perfect. We've reached the heart of it all. What is the reason we're putting something off? Could be a good one. Could be a not so good one. Helen. 
that old Chinese proverb about asking why five times really try and get down underneath what's going on here. That's what I would do in that situation. Chinese proverb. Ask why five times. Right. That's a good one for the pot, isn't it? Yes. It's great. Mm. By the time you've asked why five times, you've found out. You might not like the answer, <laughs> but you've generally unearthed it. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Will do. You may not. Oh, maybe. <laughs> this is such a good one, and it's spot on. The first time you ask yourself, your response can be total BS. Second time, third time, hmm. Fourth time, fifth time, the answers might be more honest and very different. And here's a final pearl from Helen. My mm. grandmother used to say, if the in-tray is empty, why are you here? Oh, I like that. You surely have to have a reason to get out of bed. Gosh, There's no. wisdom in there, Love I that. think. Yeah, I like that. Now, some of you might struggle to imagine waking up in the morning with nothing to do. But it's got to be a good idea to stop and rest and come back to things tomorrow sometimes. And when you do come back tomorrow and you're faced with a particular task you're not looking forward to at all, then what? Here's what Ollie Lee used to do in one instance. I had rules about the bits I liked least. Oh. I always liked writing letters least. It's still the case. Oh. So you sneak up on the letter. <laughs> Just... You write everything else. And heck, if you'll write it up past four, you write the reply address on the reply envelope because you don't really have to engage your brain and you're sort of persuading yourself you've written at least some of the pack. Oh. Which actually you have. I like this sneaking up on things. Yeah, That's you just like sort of sneak idea. up, okay, I'm going to write everything else. And it's what Put the address whatever the remains. That's great. I can express there. Right. So, yeah, yes, definitely. Left, I yes. definitely always write the letter last. So you're playing tricks on yourself, really. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Lovely. And a final word of wisdom from Ollie. Yeah, and if you catch yourself procrastinating, well, if you can stop, stop. If you can't, well, just allow yourself to procrastinate. Yeah, and I think that, that different people will be different and will be different at different times with this. Indeed. But there are people who say it's just the very devil and you should never, you know, with something that needs to be cured. And I'm not convinced about that, really. <laughs> thou shalt not procrastinate that was one of the commandments that didn't make it into the final draft <laughs> yes Moses couldn't fit it on yeah, the tablet how do you spell that procrastinate in whatever language it was in so here's the recap if you're procrastinating there's always a reason why and reasons vary wildly sometimes it's because you're simply not looking forward to what you have to do Here's a short list of popular examples. Cleaning out the guttering. Tax returns. Duty visits to your least favourite relative. Booking a dental checkup. But in terms of creativity, sometimes you procrastinate because you're just spent. You've run out of gas. You've run out of inspiration. And you need to get off output mode and make space to just be, as Sadia put it. And just being is also receive mode. I loved her phrase, honour your energy. Space to recharge, space to let things percolate, downtime to enjoy life, basically, is so important. Some people like to structure their downtime as well as their working hours so they know they're going to get that space. 
and others are more freestyle with their time. Either is fine. Whatever works. So the get-it-done-right-away type people chip away at things steadily. Procrastinators enjoy more time off. And often this can mean they've got more energy and enthusiasm for a big whoosh to get the job done on time. Both of those are valid strategies. And speaking of time, this Kairos thing is one of my favourite concepts ever. You might move something down your to-do list because you're just not ready to do it, for whatever reason. Now is not the time. Yet. Either it will at some point be the right time, or maybe it never will, and maybe that's okay too. Perhaps another reason for resistance to doing something is that apathy has set in, a loss of motivation. The thing's lost its spark, its meaning. Which again raises the question, why is that? Helen's Chinese proverb of asking why five times is cool. Am I not doing this thing just because I'm a bit tired? Or is it because I'm not loving it, but I feel bad about letting someone down, so I think I should be doing it? Digging deeper can reveal all kinds of things. Fear of failure, fear of disappointment, worry that the result won't live up to your hopes or expectations. And so long as you don't start, you're not risking those kinds of outcomes, and you can stay with your fantasy of doing it perfectly. This kind of procrastination is an understandable short-term comfort, but of course it only increases the longer-term internal conflict, a stuckness that will need de-sticking at some point. In short, if you're putting something off, check in with yourself, find out why, and respond appropriately. Be kind to yourself. Procrastinating can be a wonderful thing to do, so as long as you know why you're doing it, enjoy it. In the next episode of Emotipod 2 Creative Blocks, we'll be talking about difficulties many of us have with saying no to things when we should, and also sometimes with saying yes to things when we should. But until then, keep creating what you love creating because you love it. You need no other reason.